Dad, why does the sun follow me everywhere I go? I think it's actually just everywhere you go. What do you mean, Daddy? Hmm, my son. Well, science explains how the Earth revolves around the sun. Interesting, Dad. I thought the Earth is a stationary object. How does it revolve around the sun? Hmm, I don't have an accurate answer for this, but I do know where to find answers. The Inkaba Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. Ibado. Okay, Daddy. Son, where are you off to? I'm off to tell my friends to tune in to the Inkaba Science Show every Monday on the Beat 97.9 FM Ibadan by 9 a.m. and also catch the repeat broadcast on Thursday by 5 p.m. We can't miss it! The Inkaba Science Show, powered by Inkaba Biotech, Africa's genomics company. This is the Inkaba Science Show. This is the Inkaba Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. My name is Lauren Tobiasu. Great to have your company on the show today. And on today's episode, we'll be having Dr. Adiola Duduyemi. She's a Senior Registrar of Cardiology at the University College Hospital, UCH Ibadan. She'll be sharing an insight on the circulatory system of man, common circulatory diseases, and preventive cardiology measures that we can imbibe as individuals for a healthy lifestyle. Uh, so, Dr. Um, Adioladudiemi, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Good, Good to have you. Good to be here. Too. Good morning, everybody. Good okay, morning. so so let's begin with the circulatory system of man. Um, I want to sh- want you to help us break it down, what it means and um, the components, really, of circulatory system. Okay. Um, the circulatory system of the body composes of the heart and the vessels. The heart sounds like a pumping machine to the body. And the vessels are like pipe through which blood flow to organs, to systems of the body, to parts of the body. Okay, so the heart and the vessels, that, those, that's just what makes up, what makes up the circulatory system yes, of Yes, that's man. what makes up the circulatory system. Okay, um, are there other you know, components apart from the veins, the arteries? Are, these are part of this system as well. So I want you to explain their own function within the context of you know, this system. Okay, as I said earlier, mm. I said the heart works like a pumping machine. Okay. So from it, we have the great vessels, like the big pipes that move blood out of the body or they receive blood to the heart either moves blood out of the heart or they receive blood in large quantity back to the heart so the ones that lift the heart they are called the great arteries or the great vessels so they they transfer oxygenated blood and what i mean by oxygenated blood uh, they are blood that has been um added that's been that have that now have addition oxygen to themselves. Now the heart and the lungs they are like a continuum of each other. You know, some blood flow from the heart to the lungs for oxygenation, and that blood comes back into the heart so that the heart can pump it with a greater pressure to supply other parts of the body. So that is the continuum. Mm. The blood gathers from all the parts of the body 
they enter the heart deoxygenated because they are used up their blood that they've already gotten their oxygen used up so they come to the heart and they slowly move to the lungs so in the lungs they get um, oxygenated they you know breathing so the oxygen goes into them diffuses into them and that same oxygenated blood comes back to the heart then the heart will forcefully push it out and, then, and they, we call it the left side of the heart, which is the stronger part of the heart, pushes it out so that it gets to the minute cell. It gets to the, your nails, your fingers, all those, your brain, every part of your body, the oxygenated blood goes there. So in coming back again after the blood, the oxygen content of the blood is used up. So it gets again, they gather themselves together from all the parts of the body um, by the veins, you know. Those the veins carry the deoxygenated blood. So they get covered, I mean, collected together from your lower, from your legs, your knees, your fingers, your toes. They come together, then come back to the heart, you know. Mm. The heart gets them and move them to the lungs for oxygenation so that they can always um, get um, oxygenated so that to supply your blood. Your body, your body, okay. So, your so, so, um, so we don't get confused now. Let's look at the step, <laughs> the um, what you've explained step by step now. Okay, so the, the blood is manufactured from the heart, mm. it goes to other parts mm-hmm. of the body. Mm-hmm. The blood okay. is not manufactured from the heart, <laughs> okay. The blood is actually manufactured from the bones, your marrow, you know, the marrow inside those things we see inside the bone where we crack our chicken. That is where the blood is mainly formed from, but some of them are also formed from the liver. Okay. So they all move. Um, every three three weeks, you have your new set of blood coming out. New set of red cells are generated from your marrow. So the old ones are uh, by the system of the body displaying. I mean, engulf them, digest them, and they turn to bile. So, for people that are scared of donation, of donating blood, even if you don't donate your blood, it gets, the lifespan of your red cell produced is actually one, between 100 and 120 days. So I'm Really? Sure you, yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you, you said too many things at the same time now. Let, let, let's, let's take a step back again. Okay, let's take then. a step back again. Okay, so, then. you know, you said the blood is, uh, they come from the, you know, the bones, the marrow. The That's marrow, what you, yes. for, you made the example of the chicken, because uh, I know that in the chicken I bone, am. there's a black, mm-hmm. you know, there's exactly. the black stuff that you want to suckle yeah, on and exactly. everything when you're the chicken. So that's where the blood comes mm-hmm. from. So it goes to the heart. Well, it goes into the vessels. When vessels, blood okay. is re- released like that, it goes to the vessels. So what the heart does mainly, mm. so let me move away from the production of red cells okay. or production of blood. I'm still interested in that. We'll ah, see, we'll see okay, so there. what happens yes. is that when they are formed from the, from the marrow, they move into the system by mm. themselves. They just get released into the system. They mature and they, they function well. Okay. So it goes into the system like that. Like it goes, you know, um, when they are formed, they go into the red cell. The old one goes into the spleen and they are digested and turned to bile mm. and they move to where it is stored so as to help in our digestion of food, you know. Okay. God is mighty. There is a way just arranges everything. Yeah. So, Nothing is lost. Uh, so you, you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, uh, when the blood is deoxygenated, Deoxygenated, deoxygenated. oxygen. Okay, so it goes back to the heart and the exactly. heart, and then it goes back again. This is what happens. Okay. You no, know, I said earlier that the heart functions like a pumping, pumping machine. machine. So it's not in itself producing blood, but it helps to pump the blood so it gets to all the parts of the body. And what it also does is that it collects blood so that they are oxygenated in the lungs. 
you understand okay so when the the, the, the heart is divided mainly into four chambers okay. them four rooms they have doors connecting them so we have the right side of the heart and we have the left side of the heart on the right side we have um deoxygenated blood going through that place mm. so you have blood already used up in the system collecting from um, your lungs from your legs from your eyes from all parts of your body that your cells are, are already used they are oxygen coming back to the heart so the heart um guided them into the lungs for oxygenation for reuse you understand no no so it's reuse and recycle exactly so okay. you that's why you need to breathe so when you breathe it's oxygenated your blood is carrying oxygen that your cells that your body needs that your organs of your body needs so that one is now it comes back into the heart again mm. to the left side of there which is like it has a force that can pump blood and get it all supplying the whole parts of the body so after the used i mean the like um deoxygenated blood blood lacking oxygen coming from all parts of your body now comes to the heart the heart guides it into the lungs from the lungs it is oxygenated with blood and then it comes back into the left side of the heart mm. and from there the heart the left side pushes it out of the body into the from the heart so it gets um blood supplied to the other parts of so the body. in this case now the arteries and the veins are like conduits for the transportation of this blood Ex that's it excellent that okay. is what it is. Uh, that, that means i'm, I'm paying attention man. <laughs> that means i'm paying it. attention okay That's so uh, you, you mentioned the um the way the blood is manufactured um i think that's the time you used manufactured mm -hmm. in uh, every 90 days and then the one that's not used and then t it's turned into like a, like um bio, bio. you mentioned bio yes. so explain to us that process because um, it's all part of the circulatory system at the end of the yes, day yes yes because that also can affect um how the heart works if the the blood is not um, produced enough if there's a no there's there's, if there's a reduction in the production it can affect um the circulatory system so what happens is that like in every 100 to 120 days 90 to 120 days there is a generation there is a production of red cells no that is the lifespan of a red cell so it dies in 90 to 120 days it dies and it's been converted in the spleen to the um bile and that is stored mm. in the bile in, in the container where it's cut is where it's stored so um so there is a generation of blood like every second every minute new okay. cells are generated old ones are taken away from the circulation because they're already old they're already dying so they are taken off from the system so new ones are every day you have new generation of your red cells new blood coming out new coming out new coming then the whole is being taken off to do other functions mm. like the body. okay so is this what you have explained is it the same thing as cardiovascular system uh, the what i explained earlier about the movement of the blood yes. around that is cardiovascular because the generation of blood is another system entirely okay yeah. so um in, in what you've explained now it looks like the heart is the most important component in all of this in the circulatory system yes yes why is it so important because um if it is weak it means that the other parts of the body can't get good blood deoxygenated blood i'm not saying the deoxygenated is bad but that is already um a waste is um is the oxygen the oxygen is the most important thing we are talking about here it's the most important thing it's um the most important thing so the oxygen needs to be moved 
from one part of the body to the other. Of course, we don't have nose everywhere of, in, in our body. We have only a nose on our face and it's connected to the lungs where the blood is oxygenated. You understand? So the blood itself is like a vehicle that moves the oxygenate that moves the oxygen that is the most needed to other parts of the body and mm. other things, not just the oxygen that it moves around, it moves waste, it moves things that we it moves hormones, it moves things around the body. Mm. So the heart itself is like a pumping machine and the vessel they are like conduits like a pipe. You know, you have the ones that carries the oxygenated ball which are called um the veins. They're the ones that carry the oxygenated ball they are blood, they are called the arteries. Then there is also a junction between the vein and the arteries at a very very minute level where the exchange does occur okay. and that is what we call the capillary i was going to ask you that that's what was my mind because i remember you know secondary school biology okay. you know, they tell you um veins arteries capillaries and everything so mm-hmm. explain to us uh, before you mentioned it that was what was my mind yeah okay yes. so the capillaries they are um like the junction whereby the mixture does occur okay of the oxygenated and the deoxygenated where they occur mixture or separation now uh, like uh, the connection the really really the connection you know the i said the arteries carry the oxygenated ones so the The ones that have oxygen oxygen why the veins carries those ones that without oxygen oxygen. okay so at the capillary level there's movement of the blood is like uh, how do i put it now like the junction whereby somebody is alighting and somebody is joining um okay so um a vessel is a vessel is taking oxygenated blood another one is taking deoxygenated so that's Uh you know that junction meeting point that's a capillary that's a capillary okay so what happens at that meeting point um mainly the that's the place whereby the the blood they move towards the other um, the oxygenated blood moves away. The oxygenated, uh, oxygenated, the moves away. Then the oxygenated blood moves away. And it's also the point where the oxygen they are being um, taken by the vessels, by the cells. The oxygen that is needed is being taken by the vessel and by the by the organs of the body. It's like the um, the cellular level of the blood, the pipe. And as, as that, it is at that level that the oxygen is being moved into these tissues that needs them, into the cells that needs them. So, uh, is blood the only thing being trans- uh, transported in the circulatory um, system? No. What are the things, other things that, that, that uh, are transported in the circulatory system? Within the circulatory system, of yes. course, we have some water there. They mm. are um, soldiers of the bodies there. Aside from the red, you know, the red cells only carries the oxygen round. When you say soldiers, that's the immune system. Um, no, really, they okay. are, we call them the white cells. All right, the white okay. cells. So, okay. like, there we have like five of them different the neutrophils that fight bacteria, that fight um, viruses, that fight um, um, parasitic infections, that um, give you response when you are not feeling fine, when you are reacting to something. That some of the cells that wants to fight and guide you and help you and say no. There are some of those cells that say, okay, you've been exposed to this infection once, so I need to develop antibodies. So when this infection comes back the next time, I'm ready for you. Mm-hmm. You understand? There is another set of cells within the blood that ensure that the blood is in liquid form. There is no clotting. You understand that it's not forming clot because the blood needs to be in fluid form. You understand? So, and sometimes when you have a cut, it's also some cells that ensure that the cut is not just um, 
releasing oozing out blood forever okay. so it's immediately there's calls the staff saying okay let's guys let's stop this clot so you can let's stop the you know bleeding, bleeding. of course okay. that won't happen when you cut yourself by mistake blade anything it's it, almost immediately the soldiers are saying okay so let's do it let's stop this bleeding we can't continue bleeding so let's help this person let's stop this bleeding and that's what they do okay. and aside those cells i've talked about the insult inside the blood we have our sugar you know when you eat the nutrients everything are there in the blood so they also move to ensure that our body our organs are well supplied with nutrients yeah. that we do need that's quite interesting it's the Incaba science show on the beat 97.9 fm we're talking about um, the circulatory system uh in man we're also uh, looking at uh, the cardiovascular system as well we have an expert in the studio taking us through uh, all of that uh, she's uh, dr diola duyemi a senior registrar of cardiology at the university college hospital uche Bado, sharing an insight on this topic we'll take a short break when we get back we'll look at the common diseases that um psycho circular system circulatory system in human body uh, is prone to we'll also look at um, what we can do to Im- imbibe a healthy lifestyle and prevent those diseases from happening don't go away dad why does some follow me everywhere i go i think it's actually just everywhere you go what do you mean daddy hmm, my son well science explains how the earth revolves around the sun interesting dad i thought the earth is a stationary object how does it revolve around the sun hmm i don't have an accurate answer for this but i do know where to find answers the inkaba science show on the beat 97.9 fm Ibado. okay daddy son where are you off to i'm off to tell my friends to tune in to the inkaba science show Every Monday on the Beats 97.9 FM Ibadan by 9 a.m. And also catch the repeat broadcast on Thursday by 5 p.m. We can't miss it. The Inkaba Science Show, powered by Inkaba Biotech, Africa's genomics company. This is the Inkaba Science Show. Well, welcome back to the Incapa Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. We're looking at um, the circulatory system of man, common circulatory diseases, and preventive measures we can imbibe as individuals to embrace uh, a healthy lifestyle. Dr. Dudiem is still with us in the studio. Um, thank you very much for joining us. So let's move on to the common diseases that um, the circulatory system is susceptible to. Let's take it one by one now. You've mentioned different components. Yeah. There's the heart, there's the veins, the artery, the capillary, the lungs, all of them part of the this uh, complex system in the human body. So let's uh, look at the various um, infections or diseases that each of these components you've explained uh, might experience. Okay, um, mm. thank you so much. Um, I will start by talking about the very common ones, and I'm sure I can exhaust everything, but yes. please, the common ones we will talk about them. Now, talking about um, cardiovascular conditions or diseases, there are diseases or conditions that affect the cardiovascular system. The cardio there is the heart. The vascular, the vascular is the vessels. Okay. So the first one is hypertension, systemic hypertension, um, and it's very common around us, you know. And the very unfortunate thing about it is that it is silent killer. It does not make noise. It does not. Um, if you have malaria now, you may not be able to go to work or go to business as usual. But hypertension, you can be running. 180 over 100 and you are not aware <laughs> that you're you, hypertensive you don't even know you have anything like you don't know 
and um, the good part is that for women that are pregnant is when they go for antenatal they just check and they fail your blood pressure is very high what is happening and they, that could actually be the first time mm. and sometimes you can actually be seeing the complication meaning that this person has had this condition condition for a very long time so the aftermath of this condition that is what you are seeing for the first time and you'll be wondering so how did it get here mm. that means we um this person was not aware there was nothing like say okay it was headache it was this it was that i was having that made me want to check myself so hypertension is very important with this com attending complications mm. very devastating so we need as much as possible even before you are 40 take time out to check your blood pressure is there, is there anything you know are solely responsible for hypertension you mentioned because something as um, dangerous as being silent silently killing the person mm -hmm. you know should have a cause some would say you know just explain to us really okay um mm. fine is hereditary but it's not every so that means no matter what you do if it's uh, in your you know genealogy you have it no that is what i want to talk about okay, okay. now the fact that is hereditary doesn't say that even if both of your parents are hypertensive you will be okay there must be a perpetrating factor within you to ensure it comes out mm. so so something has to trigger it yes or maybe there's a way of life you do that makes it come on you understand what All i'm right. saying so okay. you can have hereditary and not have enabling environment or things that uh, makes it to come on on you mm. so your parents may be hypertensive and you may not if you um avoid it and that is why this topic may be important so we talk about the primary prevention we talk about secondary prevention and uh, before we go into the so, prevention let's look at how um you know hypertension as a problem affects the system that you mentioned that we explained earlier movement of the blood and the vessels and, and everything so how does it affect it okay what hypertension does is this hypertension is when you know the vessels that I talked about, the arteries and the veins, they have the capacity to, um, they are flexible, so they expand, they contract, they expand. So what hypertension does is that it, that ability to relax and then come together, depending on the volume of blood within them, it is lost. So they okay. can't, they don't have that capacity again. Mm. So the heart, the pumping machine will have to be working at Extra. a pressure. Oh. very high just so that i must push out this blood is that what they call it high blood pressure so he's going to do it under a very high pressure oh okay so he's going to do it so why it and what will happen in the end is that the vessel they are narrow they are stiffened and the heart itself will be enlarged so it will have to be contracting against itself and then um, the capacity of it to or old blood because um how do i put it now the the, the, the amount of blood it holds mm. determines how much of pressure is going to use to push out so over time because you know um when um, when you use a muscle very well for the athletes you grow muscle when you exercise when you gym that muscle increases in size so what happened is that that side of the heart that pushes that i talked about that is very powerful yeah. it gets ticking walls then the capacity of blood it can hold per time reduces so there is um there's a problem with it relaxing you know the heart contracts and relaxes it contracts so the ability to relax and take enough blood that is problematic okay. it's, exactly so it's going to be doing it small quantity over time and over time when the heart cannot um 
do it anymore it fails mm. it fails okay so uh we've looked at hypertension and the possible causes uh, now okay. it affects the system let's now look at the preventive you know, measures now what we can do as individuals to even if it might be hereditary yeah, what you can do to prevent it from happening the first thing i will talk about is like that um, you like your life some people they don't like who they are they don't like what they do they don't ensure because um, you must be comfortable within yourself because stress is another thing that makes it come on you know when you are stressed about your work you know we all know everybody is stressed but stress up but don't create more stress for yourself try enjoy it as much as you have it's a phase so just enjoy it and move on don't um, think about um, it like um, i want to leave you are not leaving pray about it and while you are still praying then move on enjoy it try enjoy it then another thing is sedentary lifestyle you know uh what i mean by sedentary lifestyle is sitting for a long time for whatever reason watching film on a system working uh what else what do we do on the city softling internet what else um watching films yeah no going to like the phone that. social media exactly you are there for hours you know <laughs> on facebook <laughs> and instagram everywhere for hours and you are there so that's sedentary lifestyle so as much as possible avoid it mm. avoid it now sedentary lifestyle is not only a potential that it affects like almost all the cardiovascular problems all okay. the cardiovascular diseases all of them it does affect it then another thing i will talk about is alcohol consumption of, of alcohol right. it is actually a no 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 and no and no and no again so you just must stop it that's alcohol. when you know that you're hypertensive when you find even out even before please because it is actually um toxic to the vessels it's toxic it's, it's not healthy it actually affects everything even much more than this yes okay. also smoking whatever you smoke just stop it those are the things that is going to make then if you have other conditions you need to watch them okay. closely then obesity especially in men especially the truncal obesity in, in men is actually um when i see it i i just i, I just have this sense of um, what is omen. truncal obesity truncal obesity is having Tommy, um, Tommy, pot belly. Pot belly. Okay, it is very, very dangerous, and I'm like, oh man, this is a time bomb going somewhere to happen. <laughs> so you just must watch it as much as possible. Obesity, it's a no, no, no in ladies, in men, it is a no, 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 no. Mm. Then our eating habits, westernization of our diet too. You know, a um, lot of cholesterol, refined meals lot of sugar all these things are actually things that we should prevent mm. okay so so from hypertension now let's look at other you know possible diseases that the circulatory system can experience that can affect that system on the whole another one is diabetes mellitus okay it's also and um this is too much sugar in your blood but isn't uh, isn't this also hereditary it is okay. but of course sometimes too you have a perpetrating factor that ensure that it happens to you so if you have a risk factor you need even for hypertension to do regular checkup so that you catch it early all these conditions when they are i mean acknowledged earlier in your life you are able to live prevent it or control it very well which is what we aim at in this most of the cardiovascular conditions we want to control it to then you can actually control diabetes and hypertension and live your 
full normal life without mm. any complications. So, so what are the factors that can? You said that yes, like hypertension is also hereditary, but there are some you know factors that can trigger it. Even if you have that gene in your body that can make you you know have diabetes. Let's look at the factors now and um, how diabetes itself affects the circulatory system on the long run. Okay, um, for diab for diabetes, most of the time there are mainly two types. The first type is, um, the problem there in diabetes, I said, is too much of sugar in the system and uh, the body or where it is needed not having it. Okay. So you have a lot of sugar in the blood vessels, whereas the places where they are needed, where they are needed to function, they are not getting. So the problem is either one of two things or multiples that the insulin that carries the glucose, which I call sugar, to where they are needed it's lacking or um, the insulin carrying the sugar there and where they are needed they are not appreciating I'm at the door for me to, I mean they are not appreciating the insulin carrying the sugar so that they open up and let the sugar go in oh okay so in that um, condition fine obesity is one of the things too that can so it's still tight too <laughs> it's one of the things that can actually worsen it because okay. it can make you it can make the body not to be able to appreciate the cells not to be able to appreciate when the insulin has carried the sugar to the mm. door and saying okay open so that i can get my sugar stored or i can get my sugar used up in the system okay so so, and sometimes too, some people, as I said also, is also a silent killer. You know, it is also because it doesn't make noise. Now, when you check your blood sugar and at, at any time, it is more than 200 milligrams per DL uh, at any time and with other symptoms, things that um, are showing maybe you are pain, you are losing weight, you are taking a lot of water. It's already saying you are diabetic. So sometimes some people may not know even may not have any symptoms till it's reached like 300 400 sometimes 450 450 yes and sometimes when they now have little thing little sickness they just i mean blow up the whole thing so if you especially for diabetes if you have family history it's important mm. for you to check regularly and also the dieting i've talked about uh, lifestyle i've talked about smoking everything all these things are very very important you, you, you said that is a condition where you know sugar is uh, left in the blood vessel and areas where they need the sugar they don't get the sugar so yes. what happens to those uh, parts of the body where the sugar they is not starving. sufficient they are starving mm. that's what happens to them they are starving <laughs> because Having them in the blood vessels, it, um, it does no good to anybody. It actually do mo does more harm. The person is at a um, lot of pain sugar when it should be stored elsewhere, pain sugar. So all the tract there, they can be infected. You know, sugar can be a focus of infection. So pe person can have recurrent uh, boils. Mm. Person can feel tingling sensation, feel funny on the limbs, feel crawling sensation, pepper. I mean, it can affect the nerves, it can affect the brain, it mm. can affect the heart itself, mm. it can affect the veins, the ve the kidneys, uh, all those vessels. A whole lot. I mean, <laughs> it all lots. It can affect it. Uh, so, okay, so um, I, I know that um, you know the high level of sugar in the blood is diabetes. I've also seen a situation where this is just a personal experience. Okay. So I think it was a. You know, I can't remember it was a gathering and the person collapsed and they said that oh that means the sugar in the blood is low. So what's the what's the difference in this case when it is low, when it is high? Just um try to explain okay, it to uh, us. Sometimes when it is too low, yes, you no. Know, uh 
Is that also a condition in the circulatory system? No, not not really. Okay. okay. No, not really. A number of things can cause that, but it's common with people that are diabetic and they are on medication and they are not uh, maybe eating enough. Mm. You understand? Or they they not taking their medication as as when they are meant to, or be maybe they've gone ahead of they are overdosing themselves. Okay. So what happened there is that you know I said earlier that the blood moves, uh, pump blood to other parts, and also the brain. It's important. So at a level very low, the brain cannot function again because of low glucose. So the person can collapse. Just as you see it in hypoglycemia, like saying low sugar, a person can also collapse when there is high high sugar. sugar. But the risk is actually more the aftermath condition being worse is actually more associated with hypoglycemia glycemia that's when the when it's very very low because if it is too low very very low it can actually turn um it can cause brain death exactly but for hyperglycemia it can but rarely so even at a very higher glycemic um i mean blood glucose Mm person can still be function well if treated if attended to can function well so for people that are diabetic i'm sure most of the time those hypoglycemia or maybe the person is fasting actually occur more in diabetic patients Patient, so okay. it's important for you <coughs> to have your own machine to check and i'm sure they will tell you in the hospital that they don't want we don't want you to go as low as 70 mm. for people that are diabetic if you are 80 90 we are comfortable with you and we are not um, we are cool so because we don't want you to go so low because in diabetic patient too they have what we call hypoglycemia insensitivity unawareness mm. that even when they are running at very very low they may not know mm. that is why we want to ensure that your blood glucose as a diabetic person is not below 80 90. quite interesting so we've talked about uh, hypertension we've talked about diabetes uh, there are other ones yes, yes i want to talk about stroke all right now stroke in itself the number of things that can cause stroke is um how do i put it when you see somebody that uh, has problem with moving a part of a the part body. of the body a, a unit side of the body maybe the right side right upper lower limb or left upper lower limb and i've been seeing it very common now and i think this is an avenue to actually educate ourselves mm. now the commonest cause of it is when the blood pressure is too high very high and um, there is now either the blood vessel in the brain burst open or you have clots occluding or closing occluding. so it's, yes. it's still linked to high blood pressure yes okay most often commonly so when a high blood pressure person is not controlling it well it can actually lead to stroke, stroke. and then um, that type of stroke can either be the one that causes the bursting of the vessel or the one that causes the occlusion narrowing and occluding so what happens in both now busting of the vessel and narrowing of the ve- vessel the same thing happens in the two of them okay it's, it, it, what happened is that um the organs that those vessels are meant to supply they don't have blood supply so they lack oxygen because it's mm. not the blood they are really after is the oxygen that in that blood into okay. blood that they are really really particular right. and other things right. so those part of the brain can't get blood supply yeah. so all the parts that are being supplied but that part of the brain they are weakened they are they, they can't they're function there are lots okay. of function in them mm. so 
the person may not be able to talk, the mouth may be deviated because all the parts of the blood that that side covers, all the parts of the body that that side that is being occluded, that is lacking blood supply, mm. is affected. So it affects just that side of the body. Okay, so um, for, for stroke now, what, what what causes it and what kind of lifestyle can we embrace to prevent ourselves from having it? The first it? thing I will talk about is everybody should check their blood pressure regularly i've seen it occur in younger age group you know we believe that hypertension is um disease of the elderly but i've seen hypertension severe one in 35 year old people i've seen stroke in 33 i've seen stroke in 32 so you'll be wondering so you need to check your blood pressure regularly at least once a month know what it is regardless of your age regardless of your age i think okay yes because another thing that we'll talk about it later is as the risk factor is also chronic kidney disease which can actually occur in any age group so you need and that one too can cause high blood pressure mm. because of the renal because of the kidneys that are not functioning well mm. so for hypertension if you are uh, i mean for stroke, stroke if you are hypertensive if you are diabetic because it can actually occur in diabetic patient too you need to ensure that you are regular on your medication mm. now i tell people that you, the care of hypertension and the uh, diabetes is 80 percent the patient and it's only 20 percent the physician or your, the doctor you are seeing. so it's in your hands basically exactly okay because when you come to your doctor and you see them you really sit with the doctor for one hour so the remaining the 23 <laughs> hour, hours that day is with yourself. Mm. And I'm sure you visit your doctor once in a month, if it's not once in six months. So what are we talking about? So the main care is with you as a person. Mm. Is, with, is with you as the client or the patient. So you need to, if you're hypertensive, you should have your sphig at home that check that monitor your blood pressure once in three days check it record it so that when you see your doctor you can review and they can check your medication mm. if it's not well controlled they know how to tail up bring up a little they know what to do if it is um yeah i mean it's too getting so low they know how to dance around your medication and if it were to be diabetes too i tell people too just it's even like Everything is all about you in diabetes. You need to take care of yourself. You watch what you eat. You must have a glucometer. This is the machine that is used to check your blood glucose. So you should have it. And at least three times in a week, mm. you check. You check before eating, having your breakfast. Then two hours after having your breakfast, check and record it. Keep a record of what happens. Put dates. Put time there. If it is your fasting, if it's your two hours post um, food, you check again. Mm. And when you come to see your doctor, please take it along so that they can review. It's based on these things that you can maximally enjoy your doctor or gain maximally from your doctor. So they review it. Mm. If they need to put up your medication, they put it up. If they need to reduce it, they reduce it. So it's also very, very important. Okay, so um, let's quickly look at other ones now because we it's it's a, it's a very interesting conversation actually. Yes. And we need to finish up the uh, number of infections that um, you know uh, the circulatory system can can okay. get yes um but it's actually not infection they are just conditions conditions okay so another one that we talk about is um heart attack what an average person call a, calls an heart attack is actually you know the heart itself aside from being pumping blood to other parts of the body it also supplies itself with blood so when you have the vessel supplying at its own blood blocked 
from whatever reason, mm. maybe from narrowing, from the heart getting bigger for what the vessel can supply. So what can make the heart get bigger for what the vessel Hypertension can is one of them. Okay, so it's all types <laughs> of hypertension at the end of the day. <laughs> because it, it it gives the heart, it increases it. The pressure on the heart. Okay. And makes it fatter, it makes it thicker, the muscles there, it makes it grow fatter. So okay. it, can, it may not be able to supply the vessel, you know, the vessel may not grow as fat as it, as it has fat become as, exactly. okay so that can actually happen then mm. heart failure itself because in heart failure the heart is likely bigger in size just flabby so 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 heart attack is when there is blockage mm. and sometimes we actually have things also blocking the vessel too things like what clots most often then sometimes um this lipidemia there could be fats lining up the uh, vessels okay. so over time they can narrow it and over time blood may not be able to pass Flow through, through. Okay. exactly mm. so that is why the obesity is also very bad right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so we need to watch all those things yeah. so when the blood cannot go through so the part of the heart that is being supplied also lacks oxygen oh. so it dies oh. that's what happens okay so how can we prevent uh, all of this from happening now as individuals you prevent hypertension <laughs> okay you prevent diabetes it goes or back you control it very well all right the sedentary lifestyle too then too much cholesterol you check and then uh, if you need treatment then you there's medication that brings down the cholesterol uh, in uh, and when you talk about uh, you know uh embracing the kind of um, eating healthy lifestyle yes. you know in this part of the world a lot of people will say that um you know the eating lifestyle for people with these conditions is often more expensive than for those who don't have <laughs> I, I i i think i would disagree with that yeah um now uh, the, the, this, because most of what we eat we, all, we end up as sugar is actually mainly the size of what you eat for, an, for your size you'll be wondering what is your size of the food you should eat make a feast can you please make a feast that is the size of your food whatever you eat <laughs> that's, that's the, size. the size of your food that's the size of your rice that's the size of your amala that's the oh. size of your pandediam that's the size of your everything you eat like this feast that is your size okay so if you do that, take lots of vegetables, and that should do. That should solve all exactly. these problems. Okay. Are, are, so there other, are there any other ones we should um, uh, know about? I think we've gone through most of them. Then, mm. Okay, let me talk about chronic kidney disease, too, because that's also becoming a rampant. How is this tied to the um, circulatory system? Yes, because the vessels that supply the kidney is part of the cardiovascular system okay. is the vessel so yeah, chronic kidney disease can actually happen from hypertension can happen from diabetes and sometimes what we call them um glomerulonephritis let me come again and say that um this is a condition sometimes an autoimmune con um, i'm saying too much english uh, please break <laughs> it down for us <laughs> so this is a condition whereby um in the bid for body to fight some infection in the body it can also fight some um structures in the kidneys that's the best way mm. i would say it so sometimes then also Commonly now is actually some drugs that people use 
um, NSAIDs, uh, we call them ibuprofen, feldine, no, most of these analgesics, mm. especially people um, in the market that just ask people to sell combinations of analgesics for them. This is very, very dangerous and mm. it affects the kidney. So we need to stop these ones as in stop them completely. Any medication that is not being prescribed, please, let's I mean, stop using them. Then another thing that also affects the kidney is about concussions and mixtures. And now we know that most of these medications they are from natural sources, but of course there has been studies over them to know the quantity that you need to take okay. to get your improvement. So when you take about concussion, what is the quantity you are using? What is the concentration? What how much? How long? You know. Some people say, okay, mix it in seventy-five liters of water and keep for how long than you use forever <laughs> please you are harming your kidneys and your liver so please let's stop them these two things are the another thing commonly being the cause mm. of um kidney problems analgesics and um, combination of analgesics herbal concussions all these things they are really really having a bad impact on our health generally and until you come to the hospital you don't know so please let's desist from it as much as possible. All right, it's been a very interesting conversation with you, Dr. Adiola Duyemi, uh, Senior Registrar of Cardiology at the University College Hospital. Thank you so much for being a part of the Inca Science Show today. She said that insight on uh, common circulatory diseases, the circulatory system of man, and preventive lifestyle we can take as individuals to be able to stay healthy and safe. Join us again next Monday on the Inca Science Show, nine o'clock. Don't forget you listen to a repeat broadcast of this episode on Thursday. Stay 5 p.m. on 